Yo, what's up guys? Thank you so much for tuning in to today's podcast. We are starting a series entitled Mind Monsters. Now it doesn't matter if you've been to church your entire life or you've never been to church at all. I promise you, we all deal with these little things called mind monsters. So maybe, you know, whenever you were a child, you believed there was a monster under your bed. Okay, well now that's just crazy. Uh, we, we learned that as we got older. But what if I told you that the monsters aren't under your bed? Perhaps the monsters are in your head. That's a mind monster. So what is a mind monster? Mind monsters are negative thoughts that try to derail us from living the life that Jesus died to give us. And Jesus said, I came to give life and life more abundantly. So Jesus did not just come to give you life. He came to give you an abundant life. So let me ask you a question. If you are not living the abundant life God has called you to live, uh, why aren't you? Well, let me give you the answer. It could be because you are you are listening to the lies of your mind monster. Your mind monster, he's planting these seeds of hate, anger, jealousy, anxiety, depression, uh, or guilt, whatever it may be. He's planting these thoughts inside your mind to try to derail your life. And listen, we all have mind monsters and we can typically recognize a mind monster as the dialogue that we have within our head you know it's an internal voice and you know maybe let's say um i'm sure we all wanted to do something great uh maybe you know new year's resolutions roll around in january and we make this goal to go do something great maybe we want to join the team maybe we want to study harder to get better grades kind of up our gpa maybe we want to take our exercise uh to the next level we want to get in better shape a lot of times though we don't reach our goal because we talk ourselves out of doing it we allow mind monsters maybe thoughts of doubt thoughts of insecurity talk us out of living the life that we actually want to live and then what happens is later on, whenever, you know, maybe that, that, that date you had set to reach your goal, that date rolls around and you're like, ah, oh, man, I wish I would have just stuck it out. I wish I would have quit. I wish I would have done what I planned on doing, but I listened to the mind monster in my life and it gets the best of me every time. So here's something you got to know. Everything that we do in life, it starts with a thought. Whether it's, it's good or bad, everything starts with a thought. So let me ask you a question. Have you ever thought about what you think about? You know, have you ever thought about your thoughts? Because experts estimate that our minds think between 60 to 80,000 thoughts per day. Now listen, this is crazy. That's an average of 2,500 to 3,300 thoughts per hour. That is incredible to me. And then uh, according to the National Science Foundation, now not, we don't even know who that is, but according to those guys, those smart guys, of those thousands of thoughts that we think each day, 80% of those are negative. That means eight out of every 10 thoughts that you think are negative. That's crazy. So, so with these staggering statistics, we definitely have to start thinking about what we're thinking about, right? So, so understand this, every time you've ever done something bad or something stupid, something that you later on regretted, you gotta understand that whole process began with a thought. 
All right, let me give you a, a silly illustration. Uh, maybe one day as a kid, you go into the gas station and you see a candy bar that you really, really want. You check your pockets, you have no money. You ask your mom, she's like, no, we got food at home to eat. You know, that's what moms love to say. And so you're like, man, I can't get this candy bar, but I really want it. And so you kind of think, okay, okay, this is what I'm gonna do. When nobody's looking, I'll just slip the candy bar in my pocket. It's not a big deal. It only costs a dollar. They won't really miss it. it, it it's no biggie. All right, well, what happens? Well, you probably got caught and then you have to suffer consequences. Therefore, your consequence or your punishment was because of your action. But understand, the action that you took, it all began with a thought in your head. So every bad thing you've ever done began with a thought, but also every accomplishment that, that you have in your life, that began with a thought. Because you had to imagine your success before you were willing to sacrifice and put in effort to achieve it. So every action, good or bad, begins with a thought. Therefore, it is in, in, imperative that we think about what we're thinking about. All right, so let's go and get some Bible scripture here. Paul tells us in Philippians 4, he says, Summing it all up, friends, I'd say that you'll do best by filling your minds and meditating on things true, noble, reputable, authentic, compelling, gracious. He says, think on the best, not the worst, the beautiful, not the ugly. Think on things to praise, not things to curse. He says, put into practice what you've learned from me, what you've heard and saw and realized. Do that and God, who makes everything work together, will work you into his most excellent harmonies. Man, is that not an incredible promise? He says, God will work you into his most excellent harmonies when you begin to fill your mind with things that are good. He says, you'll do best by filling your minds. What does it mean to fill something? It means you fill it up. It means there's no more room for anything else. He says, fill your minds on things that are good and true and noble. And whenever you're constantly thinking good thoughts, you're thinking about good things, you don't have room for any negative thoughts. It doesn't mean that, you know, a negative thought won't pop into your head from time to time, but, but you just have to be ready to ignore those and, and reposition your way of thinking onto something that is good. So here's what you need to know. You cannot control what thoughts pop into your head, but you do control over which thoughts you act upon. Right. So so even right now, you have no control over what thought is going to pop into your mind. But you do have control over which thoughts you choose to believe and act upon. Right. So here's an example. All right. Uh, maybe you, you were talking to somebody one time. and They just kept talking and talking and talking and talking and talking and talking. And they were like, ask you a question. You go to answer, but they wouldn't even give you a chance to answer. They just kept talking. And you're just like thinking, man, I would love to be able to get a moment to say something. You know, it's crazy. And then you get this thought, like, what if I just like slap them in the face to make them stop talking? Right. All right, that's, that's kind of a negative thought. You probably shouldn't go around slapping people. In fact, you actually had this thought process. You're like, okay, I want to slap this person, but I'm not going to because of the consequences of such an action, right? So you thought, you had a negative thought, you, you wanted maybe to do something, but you, you talked yourself out of it because you used sound logic. So let me ask you a question, all right? If you have the power to refrain from acting on anger, why don't we have the same strength to refrain from acting on fear? Because fear is a gigantic mind monster that talks us out of doing a lot of things we want to do. All right. So essentially what we, what we do is we use logic. Right? We thought about slapping somebody, we thought of the consequences and the backlash, and then we used wisdom to make the right decision. But whenever it comes to fear or anxiety, 
right? These are big mind monsters. We don't have that same audaciousness, that same boldness to make sound judgments. We allow our fear or our thoughts of fear or our anxious thoughts to, to, to dictate how we act and how we respond. So listen, you can't control your thoughts, what pop into your thoughts, but you, what pops into your mind, but you do control how you respond. All right. So, but, but here are some of the excuses we make. We say, well, well you, you don't know what I'm going through. You don't know my home situation. You don't know what I've lived through. I've seen things. I've experienced things. And so these mind monsters, man, they are tough. They keep bringing up my past. And, and listen, listen, you're right. I, I, I don't know. I don't know what you've gone through. I don't know what you've experienced in your life. But listen to me. I, I'm not trying to downplay what you're going through. But, but I want you to understand, it's just a mind monster. All right, so let's, let's look at Paul who wrote us this verse of scripture we just read. When Paul wrote this letter about thinking on things that are good and noble and just and overcoming the negativity with positivity, all right, that sounds like a really good bumper sticker, right? But, but when Paul wrote this, he was literally sitting in jail. He had just been beaten, stripped of his clothes in humiliation, mocked and ridiculed, and, and he's literally sitting in jail just just going through the most horrible situation in his life, but he still says, you know what, I'm going to think on things that are good. Even in the midst of all this crazy chaos, I'm going to think on the goodness of God and His favor and His blessings. Because listen, bad situations, they are going to come. It's not if, it's always when. But in the middle of that bad situation, we have to be able to think on God's goodness, even though we maybe not, not we may not, not, might not be able to see it, might not be able to feel it. We have to believe God's goodness is still there. So whenever fear or doubt enters your mind, you don't have to fall victim to their schemes. You can fight back with the goodness of God. So we can overcome the lies of insecurity or the lies of fear that pop into our minds whenever we begin to think and meditate on the true goodness and favor of Jesus Christ. We can overcome any mind monster with the Word of God because a mind monster is just a lie, but the Word of God is perfect truth, right? The Word of God, He speaks all truth which combat all lies. So here's a, like a Christian disclaimer. If you're a Christian, you might know this. If you're thinking about becoming a Christian, here's something you need to know, all right? Bad things usually come to those who are close to God, right? That, that sounds kind of crazy. Okay, well, you're not making this whole Christianity thing seem very enticing. Uh, yeah, but listen, bad things usually come to those who are close to God. They go through trials. They go through valleys. They go through low times in life. And, and these are going to bring out some crazy strong and powerful mind monsters of doubt or insecurity, perhaps regret, perhaps shame. But listen, the devil, he can't touch you physically. He, he doesn't fight us physically. He brings the fight into your mind. There's a battlefield in your mind. And so the enemy sees that you're getting close to God and he puts a bullseye on you and he comes at you with all he has. But remember, he can't touch you. He can't punch you. He can't kick you. So he brings the fight to your mind by unleashing mind monsters to try to talk you out of living the life you truly want to live. But whenever we fix our minds on what God says, it doesn't matter what thoughts pop into our head from our enemy. We know what is truth. Because Philippians 4.19 says, And my God will supply all of your needs according to His riches and glory by Jesus Christ. So whatever situation you're in, whatever situation uh, you think you are lacking or you need help or you don't know the, 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 the certainty of what's going to happen, you got to rely on this promise. Listen, God's going to supply everything that you need. You don't need to be afraid. You don't need to be anxious. You don't need to be a, a skeptic or, or anything. You just have to trust He is going to supply 
supply everything that you need. And, and listen, we have to learn to look at what Jesus says and not what we see. In the middle of our, uh, our chaos, in the middle of our uncertainty, in the middle of our fear, we see all of that. We feel all of that. We hear all of that. We hear the negativity. We see the negativity. But we can't base our life off of what we see. We have to base our life off of what Jesus says. Because listen, John 8, 44, Jesus says, When he lies, speaking of the devil, he speaks his native language, for he is a liar and the father of lies. So that, listen, everything the enemy tells you is a lie. It's a lie. It's a lie. It's a lie. The devil can't touch you, so he brings the war to your mind, and he whispers it so it sounds like it's actually coming for you, but it's just a thought. And now listen, the devil, man, he's just a bully, right? A bully. And, and sometimes you got to stand up to your bully, right? Now, now listen, I don't condone walking up and, and, and starting a fight. You see, so don't start a fight. But if somebody does start it, you got to have the, the faith to, to finish it, right? And I wish some of us would get this in our, in our spirits. We don't have to go and start a fight with the devil. But if he tries to start a fight in my mind, listen, we need to be able to stand in the confidence to fight back with the word of God, because he's going to push and push. And if we don't have something to lean on or to fight back with, we are going to reach our breaking point. That's why we have to lean on the promises of God. Here, here, here's like a preacher cliche that we use a lot. Don't tell God about your problems. Tell your problems about your God. Right. But here's the problem. A lot of us, we don't know the promises of God. Therefore, we can't tell our, our problems about our God. Oh, we can definitely tell God about our problems. We see our problems every day. They're in our minds. They're in our face. We're feeling the effects of them. But listen, we have got to get a hold on the promises of God and who he is and who he says he is and who he says you are so that we can fight back against the lies and the schemes of our enemy. Understand, here's a promise. Greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. Who's in the world? Our enemy. Who is in me? Jesus Christ. So it doesn't matter what the enemy plants in my mind, greater is he that's in me we will overcome the lies with the true word of Christ listen I'm trying to get you to get rid of this stinking thinking that we may have this this way of thinking that's not clear that's just bringing us down right so so let's talk about some mind monsters what are our mind monsters well maybe it's it's your fearful imagination Maybe it's just thoughts of despair, sadness, maybe anger. Every time you're trying to have a good time, your mind monster brings up something. It just makes you angry. Maybe you're always worried. Maybe you're insecure. Maybe you feel guilty about something you did in the past and your mind monster keeps bringing it up, reminding you what you did, right? Perhaps it's an inaccurate assumption. It, it could be anything, but listen, have no fear. The Word of God is true. The Word of God is our stronghold. The Word of God is our foundation. We, we can't get discouraged when we have mind monsters because you're going to have them for the rest of your of your life. If you're sitting here and you're like, man, I can't believe I have these thoughts. I'm trying to be a Christian. You would think I would be able to get rid of these thoughts of negativity. But listen, your thoughts, they don't make you weird and they certainly don't make you wrong. They make you human. We all have them. We all have these feelings that, that just come out of nowhere. And listen, they're not just going to go away. We have to learn how to fight back against the lies with the truth of God. We can't just ignore the lie and hope it goes away, right? You can't just ignore a bully and hope it goes away. If you went to school and you were being bullied and your mom told you to ignore the bully, uh, the bully kept bullying you, right? Until you got to stand up, stand your ground and fight back 
That's what we have to do against mind monsters. So let me ask you a question as, 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 I'm, as I'm wrapping up. What mind monster are you dealing with today? Because listen, don't try to be macho or brave or, or sound stronger than you are and say, oh, I don't have any mind monsters, okay? You, you have a mind monster right now that's trying to make you think you're actually better than you are because you do have one, I promise you. A lot of us, we have fear. And fear will keep you stranded where you are instead of taking that step of faith. When you want to do something great, but then all of a sudden your, your fear starts to wreak havoc on your, on your life and you, you don't move forward. Maybe you have anger. Maybe something has happened to you and it makes you so angry you can't enjoy your life right now. Maybe it's shame. Maybe you've made a mistake in the past. And you've asked God to forgive you. You've tried to move on, but it just keeps coming back. Every time you try to have a good moment, that, that mind monster reminds you of what you did in the past and now all your joy has gone away. Maybe you're dealing with anxiety. You're always worried. What, well, what if this happens? What if I have to, what if, what if, what if, what if? And that anxiety, it takes you out of your current circumstance. It takes you out of your, your, your ability to enjoy life happening right now because you're so worried about what might happen. That's a mind monster. Maybe you're depressed. Maybe depression is your mind monster. Maybe you're insecure. Maybe you're jealous. Well, what about this? Maybe you're emotionless. Maybe your mind monster is that you don't really feel anything. You're there, but you're not there. You seem to be enjoying your life, but you're really not. You, you don't even have an emotion for it. It's a mind monster. And listen, a mind monster is just a thought. It's just a thought. You have the power given to you by Christ. The same spirit that raised Christ from the dead is alive inside of you. You have the power to fight back and to stand firm on the word of God and the truth of God. That you are who God says you are. That a thought cannot take you captive. It may press you on all sides, but it cannot crush you. You can stand up and stand firm. Put a name to your mind monster today. Call it what it is. It's just a bully. It's just trying to take things from you. The enemy comes to steal, kill, and destroy. But God said, I have come to give you life and life more abundantly. We have to stand our ground. We have to fight back against these mind monsters. And the way we do that is with the true word of God. The truth always trumps lies. Good always trumps bad. I hope today's message was a blessing to you. We're going to have part two coming up. Uh, next week in our series in our in my youth group that we're teaching we'll make a podcast for it. we hope you tune in thank you so much for spending some moments with us thank you so much for taking some time out with tyler i'll see you next time god bless